the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. We're hump day today. Hump day, middle of the weekday, over the hill day. We're closer to Friday than we were on Monday. And that's a good thing for Kerry because it makes me a happy guy. So I, I'll, I'll ask him upbeat questions today. <laughs> Kerry Murphy's here. How you doing, Kerry? Man, doing great. Well, you ready to switch out of gun show mode and now do... I'm running for this office, and I want everybody to know what I want to do. If, yeah, you know, you put me in. Sarah, uh, what was it, a month or so ago on your show, I announced that I was going to run. Yes. And uh, we just finished our uh, Sling County Gun and Knife show that we have, and uh, it was awesome. We had uh, uh, over 3,500 come through. Governor came through, and uh, we had David Sterling, some others there. And so we finished that, and now it's uh, full-time campaign mode because I'm in a May 22nd primary, Republican primary. Right. And uh, so I'm campaigning from now until after that. My next gun show will be June the 23rd and 24th at, at uh, Benton in the Sling County, uh, in the Vent- Benton Event Center. We're going to have the Sling County Gun Show again. We do it three times a year. Then. Right. So you you, you hit, the, you hit the, the, the ground running to run for this office, and then you're going to take a couple of weeks off to – reel your tongue back in because it'll be dragging the ground about oh that. yeah and, and i'll be broke so i'll have to come raise more money so i have another gun so <laughs> and get everything get now you you were telling me that, as we were coming on that you got an endorsement today uh i've got it the other day and i was okay. going to announce it on your show i like announcing things on your show dave because everybody listens and reaches out there right yeah. and uh conservative folks and uh so i've got the endorsement of lieutenant governor tim griffin oh that's good and uh, and some other legislators uh, that have told me their support, and uh, I'm, they they want to wait and announce it at a different time. So okay, um, I know one that'll probably endorse you. You want me to tell you who I think will endorse you? Who? Kim Hammer. Well, I you know I with the primary, uh, I don't but know. He's got, you know, he's got his whole thing to be worrying about right yeah now. he's got a race that he's in, and so sometimes when people are in races like that, they don't um, publicly announce stuff. I know we're friends. I know uh, I support him. He's done a great job for our district, uh, and he's moving on to the Senate. Right. And uh, But, you know, I I want to keep his Christian conservative values that he's been doing and, and, and move forward and just carry on and, and actually do some, you know, work, work hard just like he has. All right. For all the people, and this is going to be really difficult for me to say because you've been on my show so often, but we don't typically talk to you about what your life has been and things of that nature. We talk about guns typically when you come on. So for the listeners who only know you from your business, what, uh, what do you want to tell them? What are, what are the things you're known for that you're going to bring to this race and to this office if elected to it? Well, from my history, first off, uh, family, 
you know, married to my wife for 24 years. Now, this year, I'll get to buy something silver and shiny for yeah, her. Yeah, you got to buy something bigger, uh, yeah, I'm just telling you. That, and that's what Hallmark. Flower, flowers and going to dinner. <laughs> that's what Hallmark tells me I, what, it, what it is, the silver anniversary, mm-hmm. which I'm proud of. But I, my daughter, uh, very proud of her. She goes to A-State in college. Um, but, you know, but after that, uh, the family, the family unit, try, you know, that's where the conservative, where I grew up from, uh, my dad and mom teach me and going to church and, and, uh, uh, taking me hunting and fishing. And, you know, I know that everybody doesn't get that nowadays. So keeping them values in Saline County, um, you know, I, I was a Sergeant in the Marine Corps. I don't think a lot of people know that one, Kerry. They don't know. I was a yeah, combat veteran. Uh was serving the Marine Corps, serving Desert Shield and Desert Storm. So, uh, you know, that's uh, something I'm very proud of. Not a lot of people can say they've been through and done. Yeah. Um, and that gives me, you know, the, the ability to fight. I don't back down from a fight. I don't get bullied. But I'm professional. If, you know, somebody disagrees with me, I try to persuade them to my way, and then, you know, and we go and vote. I've, I'm on an issue by issue. You know, I've been on the city council for eight years in Benton, and um, it's uh, nonpartisan when you're there, but everybody knows there's more conservatives and more spenders, you know. I don't like nonpartisan and, races. Right, but you you know who's there, but you don't always agree on things. But right. you, you, you work together. You find solutions. Uh, I try to win them over to my side. If it doesn't happen, then um, I don't get mad the next day. I mean, I'm di- I may be disappointed, but the next issue is another issue, another vote. I don't hold it against them. I don't say, well, you didn't vote for my issue, so I'm not voting for yours. I'm not that type. Uh, right. I've had people mad yelling at me sometimes before for things that I've wanted to do or cut back or, or save. And um, you just, you know, I just sat there and listened to it. They're not going to get under my skin. I've been, I mean, once you've been in the war, there's nothing going to be. Yeah, when somebody shoots at you, it's a little you know, bit different, isn't it? You can take that kind of stuff. <laughs> and you can dish it out when you have to, but you can, you know, it's all professional. Right. So I was, uh, last year, I was 2017 Entrepreneur of the Year in Saline County. I was County. going to just bring that up because out of all of this, this is the thing that I did not know about you. The Entrepreneur of the Year, what all did that entail? to come up for that award well it i didn't even know that i was getting nominated by folks <laughs> uh, the, the celine courier runs uh, uh the paper there local they run different uh things you know the best of the best and who's you know and, and they have people that call in and all well and next thing i know i get a phone call that i had i said what are you talking about and they said well you've got an entrepreneur of the year well people started spreading it around and nominated me and it just took off and i got and they voted for me you know, I bring a lot to Saline County with the gun show. You know, you talk about 3,000 people coming in from all over the state. I mean, all over. Some of them out of state. But you bring vendors in. You get hotels filled, restaurants filled. They shop. They go to the movies. I bring the vendors in to set up trucks and four-wheelers and boats, you know, to sell. Uh, the restaurants I use are Saline County in there. And, and then when I go to gun shows in other parts of the state, I take them, some of them with me. Right. And so uh, I'm trying to, you know, get them more business. And I and I think that plus being on city council, working hard for folks in the community, serving them. Um, you know, I've got other businesses, too, that I do uh, that, you know, screen print, embroidering, graphics, that, you know, marketing. And uh, I do that. But as I focus mainly now. My main job is, um, you know, gun shows and the city council. 
All right. You're the first vice chair of the Saline County Republican Committee. Yep. What does that entail? Well, the Saline County Republican Party uh, joined that over eight years ago. And I've helped candidates all over Saline County. Uh, I'm, we're talking door-to-door, phone calls, signs, whatever it takes. And I've worked for conservative leaders. I, 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 don't, I don't do it for Democrats. I do it for Republicans. And I do it for conservative Republicans. So uh, I've worked with a ton of people all over the state because I ran for um, – I worked for Congressman Griffin uh-huh. when he was in Congress for the 2nd District. Worked for Congressman Fritch Hill uh, and helping him in the 2nd District. But I actually ran the statewide sign, sign campaign for Lieutenant Governor uh, Griffin and worked all over the state. Holy so God. when I go to – when I was in Maumelle or Conway or Fayetteville – I was working with other legislators to help them get elected. I started, to, instead of just working for one person, I would uh, talk to Griffin. We, I'd say, here's the JP, here's the state rep, here's the senator. If we all combine together and we support them, we can help raise, you know, get more door hangers out. We can work together and get cover a bigger area. And we'd cover a 1,000 homes every Saturday. And so by doing that, you make friends. I mean, if somebody's going to spend the time to walk a neighborhood with you for four or five hours, they they know you they've got your support well i've developed relationships with uh all these folks that are in i mean a ton of them robin lundstrom jane english karen brown alan clark sanders uh mark lowry uh andy davis i mean there's tons of i mean if if they're in the district and around they they know me okay so so why why now why did you decide to run now why not earlier i mean you've been involved in in politics for years i've known you for years being involved yeah. why why is it now your time to get involved this way well one the timing with my family my daughter being in college and not at home so she's off and doing her thing you know and and uh that allows some of the time there where i'm not missing with my family Good. because it takes it takes a lot of time to do it even city council takes a lot of time and um and then with a hammer, uh, which was great for the seat and I, you know, supported, I would never run against him because I like what he was doing. Right. So now that, uh, it's an open seat, I did not want, um, I wanted to say conservative. I, I didn't want somebody coming in that I didn't know their policies, where they stood, if they haven't worked on campaigns or haven't been involved in the process. I don't know how conservative they are or where they stand on issues. And I sure didn't want uh, – there is a uh, Democrat, a liberal Democrat, big-time liberal, that is running for the seat. So, um, you know, I have an unrelenting work ethic. Nobody is going to outwork me. You may outspend me if you get more money, or, uh, but you're not going to outwork me. And uh, signs, uh, putting them up, uh, asking for people's votes uh, – you know, you got to ask for them. Uh, some people don't know you, and you got to tell them about yourself, just like I'm doing now, and ask for their votes. And uh, I'm accessible. I mean, you know, my mobile number, I've, I've always had it out there. I learned that from Griffin right on. You'd let anybody, they got to, if they want to call me, whether it's to gripe, complain about a drainage issue or a dog barking next door, they call me at home. I don't care. My number is 501 580 3737. So you, you learned this one from Tim Griffin. That's huh? right. I mean, I, I always had mine on signs and stuff for the gun show because people will call and they'll want to know where's it at or is it open and on. If you can't 
answer the call, you might miss a customer. That's correct. So I'm totally accessible. I'm the kind of, no matter how rich or poor, I am average guy. You, everybody puts their britches on one leg at a time. And nobody, in my opinion, is better than the other guy. I don't, I don't let somebody, you know, if you've got an issue, but you haven't donated to my campaign, it doesn't mean I'm not going to take your issue any less serious. I'm about jobs, uh, bringing jobs, getting people a hand, you know, not a handout, but a hand up. Mm-hmm. And I, I want everybody to have a job so they can go to work, support their family and earn a living. And, and I think that Saline County, we need some more jobs. We need more industry. We have a lot of retail, but as you know, that only goes so far. You know, a bedroom community, people work other places. I want to create some more industry in our county, and I think I can help get there. And okay. I, so that's uh, that's another issue that I have. But always lowering taxes, anything I can do to to help lower them. Now, there's stuff out there like the gas tax. That's going to be coming up. That they're going to be talking about. Right. They're yeah. already talking about it. They they're started talking, talking about, it. about it last year. And I know it's for the highway and transportation. But anytime you have to show me that that is the very, very last option that you got to fix things. You know, I would I would rather cut costs and, and find the prioritize our resources so that we can adequately fund the transportation department and if there's some things we can cut that can help us you know fill it great but all of that needs to be looked at and especially with the transformation board that's working all them ideas they need to be all the way out there before anybody talks about a tax increase all right we'll talk uh, this hour with uh, Kerry murphy if you've got a question for him 823-0965 we'll take calls today phone lines are now open 823 823- 0965. Uh, you can ask him policy questions. You can ask him uh, things that he's done in the past. Whatever you want to ask him, here's your opportunity. Russ will answer the calls. He'll get them set up, and I'll bring the question uh, and bring you to the show so that you can ask him. Let's take a quick break. We got more coming your way here this hour. Kerry Murphy running for a state representative, District 27. 28. 28. Sorry, 28. 27 plus one, uh, 28. We'll, we'll have more with Carrie when we come back here on the Dave Ellswick show. All right. Remember phone lines are open a two, three Oh nine, six, five. We'll get to a call in just a second. I want to remind you that claiming your social security benefits can be tough. It can, can be fuse, uh, be confusing. It can be complicated. They change the rules on you every year and you need to know what those rules are so that you don't end up literally losing thousands of dollars over the lifetime that you're going to be picking up your benefits from social security. I mean, uh, do you know when you are fully vested and you can start pulling your social security benefits at a hundred percent? Did you know that maybe if you're six, if it's 66 and you wait another four years, you might be able to get up to 31% more benefits than if you didn't take them at 66 years old. Those are all kinds of things you'll learn uh, with David uh, uh, Lucas, who's host of the David Lucas Show here on 96.5 FM, The Answer. David hosted 17 educational Social Security workshops last year. All of them sold out because he knows what he's talking about. So he's got two coming up, and they are on the 29th and 30th of this month. 
Uh, you need to call 501-653-6690 and reserve a seat. That registration is $18. It includes a 34-page maximizing Social Security workbook. And I, I'm going to tell you this, the people who have gone to this, I have not talked to anyone that did not feel it was worth their time. That number again, 501-653-6690. All right, let's talk to Lewis out in Benton. Lewis, how are you? Welcome to the Dave Ellswick Show. Say hi to Carrie. Hi, Carrie. How are you doing, Lewis? Hi. Uh, I had a one question. We hear so much talk on the federal level about gun control and uh, how we're going to better protect our children in the schools. I, I kind of want to know what your approach is on the local and state level as far as uh, uh, better protecting the schools and maybe arming the school teachers uh, and, and what you can do uh, as in the, in the uh, as a representative to to, to uh, put this movement forward and uh, set all the talk and, and maybe get something done. And on a follow up, I, I'd like to know. I know a lot of uh, people jump on a lot of candidates jump on the uh, bandwagon as a Republican conservative, and uh, I'd like to hear a little bit more about your background. Maybe is is why. Uh, you're not just a crossover running to get elected as a Republican, and uh, and, and what your experience is uh, to make to make people vote for you. All right, Lewis, if you're listening, you'll hear his answer. And he started off by asking about uh, on the federal level. You know, they're talking about raising the age limit to, for kids to buy a, a gun to 21 years old. They're talking about maybe making it um, school teachers arming them. Uh, this is going to come down to what states want to do more than the federal government wants to do. Florida's already moved. They did yesterday. What's your thoughts about it? I mean, it's, I'm sure that in 2019, the general session, you're going to face questions about this. Well, I'm for It's like recently where they did the enhanced concealed carry so you can carry on college campuses and schools. Okay. Uh, I think that's a good start. I think that, um, you know, resource officers at Benton and Bryant, we have them in the school. And the city splits the cost with the school district. And I know that some school districts are poor and they, they don't have the money for that kind of thing. I'd like to see something where we harden our schools and we have the state, uh, you know, we find, we'd have to find the revenue where we get it from. But I think it's an important issue. I mean, harden, you know, you harden airports and other things. Why can't you harden the schools to protect the kids? So I, I think that there's a way to find uh, some funds to direct toward either helping with the resource officers, splitting costs, um, and equipment they have, um, giving them uh, the equipment that helps them keep doors shut and locked if something happens. I, I agree with if a teacher or a, a security or the coach wants to go through a training course, train with the, the units that also are going to be coming in and protecting the kids. You can train uh, in the summertime. They have uh, – you know, active shooter training. Uh, anyway, you get certified and you'd have a gun. Uh, I believe it's for self-defense for the kids and themselves that it, as long as they've passed that course that they should be able to carry. Now, I'm not saying open carry walking down the hall so some teenager can come reach up and grab it. There's got to be a, uh, a method, whether it's biometric handprint of just that teacher in, in a locked drawer on their desk so that if it's happened, kids get in the classroom, hit that, get it out, and then protect the kids. Mm-hmm. There's ways to do that. Um, and I think that the resource officers and the teachers being armed is one way. I think uh, if they can't afford a resource officer, then there's uh, the state needs to look at ways to 
help fund that and protect them. All right. When we come back, because we've got to get to Todd Starn and his uh, commentary here in about 30 seconds, uh, we'll follow up about, you know, we're looking for conservatives to be elected. Uh, I think Lewis wanted you to kind of back up uh, what makes you the conservative and are you not just a, a moderate in disguise? We've had that happen here lately. And then we got a lot of Democrats that are crossing over and saying they were the Republicans all of a sudden, which uh, I find highly unlikely. All right, let's take a break. Let's get to Todd Starnes. We come back. Kerry Murphy's our guest running for District 28. We will talk to him and continue our conversation next. All right, we continue with our special guest. Uh, Kerry Murphy is here. He's decided to run for uh, state uh, representative, District 28. Kim Hammer has uh, given up that district to run for uh, state senator. He's running for Jeremy Hutchinson's uh, old uh, post, and I do not believe he has a challenger on the Republican side. Uh, is it Folst, I think, is the lady yeah, from on the Democrat side. east side uh, that's going to be running against him in November. She's the lady who was behind part of the charge for medicinal uh, marijuana. So anyway, that's who, uh, Kim will be taking on. Carrie has, uh, a person who wants to, uh, run for with the ticket for the Republican party who's running as well. And then there's a, um, big time, uh, liberal Democrat that would love to get into the, the state legislature and, uh, Carrie is ready to block that attempt. Oh yeah. I, I haven't, <laughs> You know, the the last guy, Lewis, asked me, about, you know, credential-wise, well, I've worked eight years uh, in Saline County and part of the party and was the secretary of the party, and now I'm first vice chair. So the chairman is uh, Steve Lux, and I'm running under him, and I help with membership and drive and uh, getting out the message. And uh, I've spent eight years pounding lead at the ground, you know, walking door to door, uh, making phone calls, putting up signs, helping candidates. And I'm talking about JPs in our district, uh, you know, county clerks, county, county offices, um, our second district, um, you know, anything, I mean, a Westerman, Cotton, uh, anybody that's conservative, I was helping around the state. And, of course, my uh, favorite, Griffin. Tim Griffin, you know, Congressman Griffin, now Lieutenant Governor Griffin. So, uh, and I've got his endorsement. So that ought to tell you right there, you know, he's not going to throw out his endorsement for somebody who's not conservative and Republican. So you weren't a Democrat last year? No, week, I you? didn't just join or I've never, no, it's not the case with me. Um, I, um, conservative values, I'm pro-life, you know, I, uh, that's important, um, you know, cutting wasteful spending, cutting taxes. I've been an alderman for eight years. You can look at the votes that I've made. You can uh, see how I've dealt with folks. You know, they they can tell you how professional, you know, I act when I'm on there. And, um, you know, and how I, I strive, you know, for cuts. Uh, I didn't vote for the budget this year because I know that we could cut some and we needed to. But I had to vote for a uh, – uh, utility increase because we had they had, we had taken too much away early in the years and they were at a point where they could not 
um, fulfill, you know, it's an old, Benton is an old city and it's big and it's growing new. But when you got new things, you can't get a two inch water pipe and supply uh, a retail outlet store. You have to, you know, get an eight inch main or something, you know, you, right. there's things that have to change and to make all that. And we have a lot of, uh, uh, you know, drainage pipes burst and it's constantly, where are you going to find the money? And we're growing Benton since I've been on the council, along with the other aldermen and the mayor, we have worked to make Benton, and it has really grown in the last eight years. We've gotten retail shops, some industry. We've uh, built the Riverside Park. You know, I was a part of the the campaign to build the Benton Event Center, and I worked hard to get it built. And now it was a tax that went to the voters to vote on, but I campaigned for it because I believed in it. I believed we could make it work, and I put my money where my mouth was. I was the very first thing that I put a business together to go in there. The gun show was the very first event that was held in that event center so that we could make it big, proud, get a big bang, everybody coming to see it. And uh, we've grown since then, been in the black. They, the Benton Chamber runs it, and they do a great job. And we, uh, you know, but there is a, uh AMP tax that helps pay for that. But we drive so much business and industry into Benton due to that. But I did, you know, I put my money. If I'm going to campaign for something and I know people were, we don't need a tax. Well, it was up to the voters to vote on, but I believed in the project because it was going to bring jobs and economic business to Benton. Did it did it, did it have a, a sunset on it that once it was paid off, that tax went away? Yeah, yeah once it's it's going to be done, yeah. Uh, and we're paying off, or they're paying chunks off of it early, you know. And there's not a lot of convention centers around the state that can say that, mm-hmm. you know. So they uh, the AP Commission has done an awesome job of uh, paying down the bill. And, uh, you know, and once that's paid, you can maybe look at the next project of something to help bring and make a Benton better. But the district includes... Uh, I-30 from Benton South, you go to, and it has Haskell, Silver Springs, Traskwood, Shaw, uh, Boxite, uh, part of Sardis, a little uh, part of Bryant, uh, but the majority is, you know, Benton, uh, I mean, north, south of the interstate. Right. And so it's a, it's a wide range. I grew up in Saline County, uh, graduated from Bryant. Uh, lived here, raised a family here. I've lived in other places too, been in the Marine Corps. No, wait a second. You, you, you graduated from Bryant and they let you on the city council of Benton. <laughs> yeah, believe it or not. It is always fun around <laughs> softball time, but, uh, my I daughter, would think been high school football time would be interesting. Oh, it is. But see, uh, in my ward, ward one, uh, half of it goes to the Bryant school district oh, okay. and half of it goes to Benton in the ward that's Benton. What are you going to do at softball? Well, at the softball, my, when my daughter, she was the cheerleader, <laughs> I was, you know, there and I was in Bryant blue. I mean, she's oh, a cheerleader okay. for Bryant. I graduated, but I support Benton too. This last year I thought Benton needed to win. You know, I was supporting them. So <laughs> my daughter wasn't the cheerleader anymore. So, you know, it, you got to have a little fun with it. I don't, I don't, it, it's I grew up in the age where they dropped pink marshmallows on us when I was at Bryant. That was funny. The airplane <laughs> flew over and they dropped pink marshmallows all over the football field. Oh my! You know, it's always practical jokes back and forth. But I don't, I don't take it uh, personal. I just do what's. I, I work hard right now for what's you know what I can do and develop in Benton. And uh, if I can bring Bryant up too, that's awesome. You know, anybody else in Saline County. So uh, it's you know that's my home and that's what I want to. 
I want to work to keep it conservative and conservative values there in Saline County. I hope that answers this question. Yeah, about I think it does. I think I think it definitely does. And uh, I guess the next thing we'll go to when we after we come back is uh, well, let's talk about uh, Medicaid expansion. Yesterday it passed uh, in the Senate. It's got to pass through this House, but most people think that's a foregone conclusion. When we come back, let's talk about your thoughts on Medicaid expansion and do you like what, what it does? Do you, do you like the program? Do you think that it should continue? Do you think you'll, cause you'll be voting on it come next year again. I mean, yeah. that's just the way it works. All right. We'll be back in a moment. Let me remind you about Lewis family beef. I've been talking about them now for just about three months. And a lot of you have uh, contacted them and talked to them about, uh, you know, buying some of the best tasting beef you'll ever, ever put in your mouth. I can tell you the people that have gone out and sought out the Lewis family beef folks up in Greenbrier have been stunned once they get a steak or they get some hamburger or they get a roast and they, uh, they cook some of it up and uh, they take that first bite because it tastes just unbelievably better than what you buy at the big box store. Now, there's several reasons for that. I mean, out Lewis Family Beef, they know all the cows. They know every cow because every cow on their ranch is born on their ranch, raised on their ranch, and uh, we're going to you know, go to the, the meat packer uh, from their ranch. Uh, sometimes cows get sick. Sometimes you have to use antibiotics. But it stops there for a sick cow. That cow never is offered to be uh, consumed uh, by any of their uh, customers. They won't put that cow up for sale uh, for consumption. And then hormones. They understand cows make hormones. They believe that's enough hormones for the cow. They don't fill them up with a bunch of other hormones. So it's clean beef. It's not, you know, any antibiotics. You're not going to have massive amounts of hormones in the cow. It is clean beef for your family. And you can get free delivery after you've bought a quarter, a half, or a whole cow uh, after the the meat packing house is taking care of it. And they're going to talk to you to find out how you want to do the the meat. Do you want to have a three-inch steak or an inch-and-a-half steak, things of that nature. And uh, they can once they got it all ready, the Lewis family beef folks will deliver it to you absolutely free call cody or sarah lewis of lewis family beef at 501-514-1494 that's 501-514-1494 or visit them on facebook facebook.com lewis family beef all right back with you here on the dave ellsworth show kerry murphy is here running for state uh, representative as a Republican for District 28, effective and experienced leadership. That's what his push card says on it. I, I would agree with that. And he also was, uh, was uh, no, I got to watch myself here. Being in the Air Force, uh, we don't say we're still Air Force people after we retire or get out. 
A Marine, on the other hand, is always a Marine. Semper right. Fi, really. It is. It's always that way. Always. So I almost made the mistake of saying when he was a Marine, he is still a Marine. All right? <laughs> I'm I a little that. bit heavier than I was when I was in combat way, but I mean, it, you know, you see people, I mean, it's, yeah, it's a brotherhood. Uh, I, I, a brotherhood. I, I support veterans uh, that run for office for the simple reason we need more people in office that have served in the military so they know what to and how to help military me, uh, members and vets i mean you become a state representative uh you know when the uh, the national guard comes to you all and needs some help or or is looking to make some changes you're the ones are going to be oh, voting yeah. on it. i'm all for fixing the va and anything we can do in the state to help veterans uh whether it's uh, homeless ptsd service animals i mean there's a lot of programs out there and um i have friends that call me all the time and that was one thing working for griffin is that i had access to you know i knew who they could call in the veterans department and if you know they couldn't get in to see their doctor or wasn't going and he was uh, he was one one of my friends was at the point of he was having a lot of painful issues and and migraines and things and he couldn't get the mr he couldn't get there and he was i, I you know i thought he was almost at his end is you know he, well, i felt like it and so i by su- calling suicide them suicide is a huge um, issue right now and uh i called and got a hold of them and at that time uh doug house was the veterans affairs good guy and um so you know he you know he's a legislator now and uh he handled it got him in there griffin made the phone call and they immediately got him in and then and that like two days later he had an mri and he was you know so it can be done you know uh it's there's always room for improvement yeah and uh anything that i can help you know to get the veterans to get the needs to to do that i'm obviously going to yeah, be so for. you bring you bring a knowledge uh, to that that someone who's not served does not have i mean they've not had to deal with it they probably won't ever although with obamacare they're getting they're getting military care now but I, i'm just saying they're you know they're learning what but we've known for a long, long time about governmental health care. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's getting better. I know some uh, doctors who get, went in there and they've, you know, part of the VA. I've got some friends that go, like I said, they're veterans and, and they go every time and they take care of them. Uh, they do a good job for them. And I've got some that just in a different department that is just not doing yeah. a good job. So well, it ta- takes time, but it ta- it's going to take people like you in office to help make those changes and you know how you know what needs to be done yeah, i got i got experience with it but that's why i was worried too when the people talk on the gun control issue about mental health you know i um i got buddies that have ptsd and yeah well that, and that under does that. yeah and i they're good for hunting and all that it relaxes they go fishing uh they're not gonna harm somebody else um and I don't want that to fall where you take their, you know, re- recreation away from them or something. I, anyway, there's a lot of uh, into that. I know that'll be at a federal level, but there's states that are trying to pass laws for that yep. now. And you've got to have people that are strong on the Second Amendment to protect our rights. And and you're not going to get anybody. There's a few in there. Linda Collins is pretty strong. But there, um, and uh, so I, you know, I want to know, you know, being the Marine Corps and a veteran, Having gun shows, I mean, uh, putting that on and uh, providing that for folks and giving one away every Sunday for somebody. I mean, you got to know that nobody's going to be stronger on Second Amendment than me. 
So, you know, it's going to be interesting. You get in there and some people start talking about gun show loopholes and you'll stand up and right, say, talk uh, to them, say what? <laughs> what loophole? I mean, 95% of the guys in there, if, if you're FFL dealer, you got to do a background check. And I've thought of some ideas that I think at the federal level, look, I think it would be good if, um, you know, a solution might be uh, if uh, you want to sell a gun to your neighbor and you say, well, I don't know, this guy just moved in. I don't really know his background, but I want to sell him a shotgun and he wants to buy mine. And you could say, hey, you just call an 800 number and you say, uh, yeah, I'm calling for uh, Joe Blow. Here's his driver's license number and he wants to buy something. Is he good to go? And they say yes or no. If they say no, you say, well, why not? And he said, well, we can't tell you that, sir. He can, he, here's the number he can appeal to, but you, he's not good for it. And they don't ask your name. They don't ask what kind of gun, nothing. They just tell you whether that guy can buy it or not. And then it's free and anybody can find out. And, you know, that will help. You know, if mental or something else, you know, is put in there, and um, but it'd be a free background check and no registration. Okay, so let's uh, let's get down to some things that we need to ask you about about the campaign. That is, uh, do you have a website that people can go to uh, if they want to make any kind of donation to your to your uh, your uh, running? Uh, you know, what uh, do they need to do? Well, the uh, website I, I have Facebook. Okay, and, and uh, that's the best way to get a hold, uh, put something on there, uh, and it has all a lot of information. And that's Carrie Murphy for state representative, and that's on Facebook, and that's K E R R Y M U R P H Y F O R state representative spelled out. So okay. Carrie Murphy for state representative, and then on the email you can get me at Carrie Murphy for state rep. And that's uh, spelled out. Except rep is just R E P at gmail dot com. So Carrie Murphy for state rep at gmail.com is the email and then my phone number is 501-580-3737 so you know mobile number email facebook uh you get a hold of me if you have a question i'll be happy to answer it um if you have some issue that you need help with i'll try to help you whether i get in office or not i always always try to help folks okay i'm down two minutes left you'll be a voice for small businessmen too Oh, yes, sir. Being a small business and, uh, you know, I'm looking for helping lower the income tax. If we, you know, every little bit is going to help. Uh, I know our state's at 6.9 and Texas, Tennessee, zero. I know that uh, Missouri and, uh, you know, at six, Mississippi at five, Oklahoma. If we can find ways to get down to five, that would be great and help, uh, you know, bring jobs in. I'm really pro job growth. If you get jobs in an in industry and people get a job, they get off the welfare, they get off the Medicare. They get, you know, you get them off of Arkansas works and, uh, and they make a living and, and they provide back and you just get them back into society. You get the homeless to get jobs. So jobs is a key, uh, to keep our state growing and, uh, and this helps with the general revenue too. So, uh, you know, being a small business owner, cutting, cutting, uh, some of the taxes and, uh, wasteful spending and the way you get it there, you gotta, government's gotta stop spending. You gotta, you got to quit growing government and and uh, cut back. All right, Kerry Murphy, he's running in District 28. Do you want more information? Check out his Facebook page or uh, send him an email. Kerry Murphy for State Representative is his Facebook page. His phone number again, 
37. If you want to make a donation online, it's politicsraisethemoney.com. Carrie Murphy for state representative spelled out. So go raisethemoney.com. Carrie Murphy for state representative spelled out. All right, Carrie. Thank you very much. Coming up in the next hour, Ryan T. Anderson will join us. He's from the Heritage Foundation. He's written a new book. He wrote a book about marriage and how important marriage between a man and a woman were. He had a new book. I got to just tell you the title. You know what we're going to talk about. When Harry became Sally, we're going to talk about transgender and what's going on with that next on the Dave Ellswick Show. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. 